powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook. Well, it's never boring. Welcome to this Game 4 edition of Game Over Calgary. I'm Peter, he is Audie, and that was a thing that we just watched. And we will I find get that we say that, that more and more as these, uh, as these games go on. That was a right. thing. <laughs> yeah yeah and this one th- this one had a few things in it that that we uh we have the opportunity to to break down here and boy will we uh, over the next little while thank you all for joining us here on game over calgary as the battle of alberta continues with the oilers now up in the series can the flames bounce back and tie this thing up as this series will continue in edmonton for game four ask our friends over at sports interaction doing it right since 1997 sports interaction is canada's sports book with the most competitive odds Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out before the game starts, live in play, or how your favorite player will perform. I will be looking for Milan Lucic playoff minute bets next game. Uh, see all sports betting has to offer. Join at sports inter- uh, sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN. That's sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN. 19 years and older, please play responsibly. Uh, so a 4-1 loss for the Calgary Flames at the hands of the Edmonton Oilers. And um, Audi, I believe a lot of people will be discussing whether Milan Lucic played responsibly when he decided to, in some people's minds, truck stick uh, Mike Smith in other people's li- uh, minds, lightly dust him with a feather. There is no denying that this is the biggest talking point coming out of this game. So first of all, how are you? <laughs> Second of all, oh my God. That was, again, I, I feel like I'm, I'm saying it too much and I need a thesaurus, but that was a thing that we saw tonight. Yeah, I, <laughs> I kind of wanted to preface with like, we need to really mind how long we talk about this whole Lucic thing, because if this is a flame show, this is the only thing we're talking about tonight, because the, uh, the performance was abysmal from everybody else. Not that Lucic was any good. It was just the only real talking point. I, to answer your first question, I'm doing okay. I'm <laughs> laughing this one off because I was, you know, I was messaging you guys uh, in the group chat before we before we hopped on, and I said I just want this game to end, and you were like, it ended a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, and I was thinking, I'm like, did it ever really start for the Flames? Like, did they did they ever really start this hockey game? I I don't think the answer is yes. No, no, they definitely did not. No, and like you knew coming in. It's in Edmonton. It's the Battle of Alberta. They have the Moss Pit, which is an amazing name for that thing. Um, Like everything is like the the atmosphere is great. They all sung, oh, Canada. You knew the first five minutes the Oilers were going to come out and take it to the Flames. And five minutes turned into about 45. (laughs) Because Calgary just like, okay, you weathered the storm. That's fantastic. The, The storm was never weathered. I don't know what the opposite of weathering the storm was, but it's that. Just the throwing your hands up in the air or the this is fine meme. I don't know. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of how I felt all night. I was texting somebody. So I was like, yeah, this is fine. Like, this is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, not uh, not the best of games, to say the least. Putting it nope. uh, putting it mildly. I'm, I'm excited. You see me keep it. On, I keep looking down here at chat because I'm really excited to see uh, how many Oilers fans come in and troll us and, and also how many uh, worried flames fans. So I see that we have some people coming in here. Let's uh, let's get some uh, conversation going in, uh, yeah. in, in there. Uh, we, we only have a few. I'll let it catch up here, All but right. um, yeah, it was, um, it was, it was a thing. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. I think the best way to, to, uh, to start this one out. The Lucic thing. I mean, aside from having a talking point, I'm going to like people are going to take what I say with a grain of salt because they're going to call me being a homer or whatever. I really don't think it was all that bad. Right. Um, If you watch it in slow motion, it kind of like I and and look at 
I had Leaf fans texting me during this one saying that it didn't look that bad. So first of all, going against the refs, and second of all, uh, goalie contact from a Leafs fan, you know that it must not have been that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, he looked like he tried to kind of pull up a little bit, but Mike Smith sold it like Mike Smith usually does. Not to say he didn't hit him, but he right. definitely added some theatrics to it. Yeah, there was a bit of pro wrestling cell job in there. Absolutely. Yes. Um, there's a, a few things. One, if you watch it in slow motion, you'll never see it because everything Lucic does is in slow motion. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is true. But also, like, of course, we're coming at this from a, a bias standpoint, from a, a Flames perspective. You have jerseys behind you. There's a flag behind me. The show's called Game Over Calgary. This isn't yes. game over, completely impartial opinion on what just transpired. <laughs> so we're, we're going to come at this from a Calgary standpoint. Yep. I like he obviously hit him. And he, he was obviously going in there. I don't think with the intent to hit him, but at least to like come close and maybe clip him along the lines of what Matthew Kachuk did earlier in the game. Right. And to, to Andrew's point before we got on here, he's just not a good enough skater anymore to get around him. So I think there is a bit of that, but he obviously hit him. I don't think it was that bad. I think giving, if this was a two, one game, a, I don't think he does it, but B, I don't think he gets five in a game for it. I think that that no. was a, this is a four nothing hockey game, and this could get out of hand real quick if that guy is still in there. So let's just eliminate a problem in this. I, for for the people calling for suspensions, I, I think that's I think that's a bit much. I, I think that he has now served the appropriate amount of time for the crime with which he committed, and we need to move on. One thing that desperately needs to change, and this isn't the the main talking point out of it. I just have to bring it up now. We as a hockey culture need to realize that nothing looks more knuckle draggy than when a dude gets knocked down on the ice, eight guys pile on top of yes. him, fighting his honor. That is, and I would say the exact same thing if the roles were reversed. If Cassian went in and wallpapered Markstrom and then Stone and uh, Zadorov jumped in in his defense, I would call it the stupidest knuckle draggiest thing ever too because it's just, it's, it's dumb. It's really, really dumb, and it looks so bad, and it terrifies me every time. Yeah, you want to make matters worse. like And and people in the comments here, I've got a, que- a few uh, mm-hmm. in the queue already talking about how he was in uh, concussion protocol from that. I, you know, that definitely doesn't help when you got, you know, three guys, mm-hmm. two, 250 plus piling up on top of him uh, to make matters worse here. So I'll try to tackle through some of these comments here. Uh, first one says Lucic should be suspended the rest of the series. That hit was Bush League. I don't think I, I don't. Two I, I don't know. There. That hit yes. was Bush League. Yeah, he ran a goalie. He doesn't need to get suspended for the whole series. No, for it. like that's not. I I I just I flat out disagree with. That. If Truba get, can get away with that headshot in the first round on Crosby, I don't yeah. think there's any chance in hell that Milan Lucic is getting suspended for what what just happened on the ice. 35 yeah. minutes ago. Yeah. No, I'm I sorry. Just, I I, I'm not, it's not even being a homer. It's just, I know we, there's no consistency with player safety. And I know that this has been something that's, that's been a talking point for years and years and years now. I just don't see it. The Truba thing on Crosby, that was, that actually put him into concussion protocol and he actually missed time about. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little bit different. Mike Smith came back and finished his hockey game. So I don't know. I, I, maybe yeah, this like is just to, me to being. Me if- if he goes in and just like full out or as much as he can full out and just like absolutely NHL hits style, turn him into a fireball and send him into the war, the boards, yeah. then yeah, like absolutely. But there was at least a bit of pulling up on him. I just, it, it was him being a sore loser, 
if you want to call it Bush League, then absolutely call it Bush League. You, you will not get an argument from behind this microphone, but it's not suspendable for the rest of the series as long, however long that goes. Yeah, no, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I'm obviously glad that Smith is okay and that there's yes. nothing wrong. We don't want to see people getting hurt and we don't wish any ill intent uh, on anybody. Um, so let's hear a couple more comments quickly. Awful one, boys. Don't know what to say yet. Trust me. We yeah, try, try hosting, a show, try hosting a show afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy this one, everybody. Um, if Lucic gets suspended, can the Oilers appeal it? I, I feel like you mean to say the Flames. No, he means the Oilers. They're saying that it's beneficial to the oh, Oilers to have Lucic out there. Yeah. That one went right over my head. And you know what? It's funny because Oilers fans were actually tweeting about that uh, when it happened. Like, don't do the Flames any favors by suspending Lucic. <laughs> that one went right over my head. Good on you for, yeah. for getting that uh, <laughs> getting that one past me. Um, this one here says, I mean, skating down on the goalie like that in a 4-1 game is probably more knuckle-draggy. But yes, jumping on Lucic while he's still on Smith is stupid. So lots of people... Kind of, uh, kind of echoing your, uh, your, your statement there. Um, yeah, Andrew says, try doing sixty shows like this. Yeah, sorry about the uh, <laughs> game over Montreal. Man, uh, I've fans. I've done a bunch of shows on a bunch of bad Flames teams. Me, me doing a show after a bad Flames loss. That this is my default setting. So I'm, I, I got this one down. This oh is yeah. Fine. Um, <laughs> another question here from Joe says, would your opinion on that, or sorry, would your opinion that he doesn't deserve a suspension change if Smith was in fact injured? No, um, I guess depending on the injury, I guess. But like, who was it who hit Gerard? Was it was it Sunquist? No, oh, I don't geez, know. I can't remember. I forget who it was who who hit him, but broke his sternum, bloodied up his face. I don't think that deserves a suspension. I, I don't no. think that you can, uh, unless it is an extreme circumstance. I don't think that you can judge the result. I, I think there does have to be a little bit of like judge the intent and that's a difficult thing to to do but uh, i think in this case like unless unless the follow-through like sends him head first into the boards then it's an entirely different discussion um but no i i don't think that it would change if mike smith didn't get his stone cold steve austin entrance coming down the the tunnel which by the way was a definite missed upper i get your crank in the techno and everyone's getting into it during a timeout the fact that the glass doesn't shatter and you don't get the <laughs> when smith comes walking out there this is why you need a wrestling fan in every building it would be it would be quite funny and i'm not a wrestling guy but i still get the reference so it's <laughs> if, if everybody understands uh everybody understands that one yeah um i'll let the comments kind of catch up here and we can try to continue sure. Uh, along which was a pretty devastating loss for the Calgary Flames. And one of the things that, you know, I kind of thought about as I watched this game and as I, because when it got to three, nothing, even like the second goal, I was like, this is just, I I don't think this is going to end the way we want it. Three, nothing, four, nothing. Sure enough, four, one final. Um, But the more I thought about this loss, the more I thought maybe this is kind of what they need to get their, you know, get their rear ends kicked and, and put things back into gear um, because they haven't played well all series. I feel like they needed to 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 lose in 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 such a dominant way that uh, that it kind of sparks things uh, going down the stretch here. I I hear what you were saying, and hopefully that is what ends up happening. I hope so. At least it, that's what I'm trying to rationalize right. with myself. You know, like and, and I understand that that would concern the hell out of me. You are in the Stanley Cup playoffs. It, you are. What is it? They've won five games out. You are 11 wins away from getting your name carved into a trophy for the rest of eternity, or at least a plate that will go into a nice room for the rest of eternity. Cool room, by the way. Really cool room. Yeah. And honestly, 
first time I walked in there, I was like, oh, that makes total sense. This thing would be 100 feet long. Right. This. It's like, <laughs> I, 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 it never clicked for me, but this makes complete sense that this is a thing that they do. Um, but I, and it's, it, it has always been my issue with kind of this iteration of the Flames. It's like, oh, well, they just needed this to get going. Or, crazy thought, in the third game of the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs, maybe get yourself going. Maybe yeah. figure out that, like that this is a series you are playing against the best player on planet the world on the other side of it. And he is kicking the tar out of you. Oh my so, God. Hey, let's figure some stuff out. I came so close to swearing nine times during that thing. I might've actually, and just forgot about it, but like it's, it, it, it bothers me so much that there would have to be a, Oh, well, they just needed a good kick in the rear end. If that happens January 26th in Columbus, fine. Game three of the Western conference semifinal shouldn't happen. Frustrating. Shouldn't have to happen. It's very frustrating. Hopefully you're right. Hopefully we would turn a negative into a positive and you can do the, the old mantra of you, there are no losses. You either win or you learn. Uh, the, the Flames hopefully did a hell of a lot of learning coming out of this one. But I do see your point because like you said, they haven't played that well. The one game they won in this series was gifted to them by mm -hmm. terrible goaltending by the, the Edmonton Oilers. Mike mm -hmm. Smith has been good since then and the Flames haven't had any kind of answer for it. Aside I don't from even... running him over. That's well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the only answer they had was they just yeah. try to take him right out. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I don't even think Markstrom is to blame for this no. one either. Uh, no. You got burned on three. I think you actually tweeted this during the game. Three tap in goals that like were not his fault at all. Like they're no. like the, I, I'm looking at Noah Hannafin because a lot of this was. It comes back to Noah Hannafin and and just how bad he's played these last couple games. And and we yeah. talked about how much we miss Tanev. I miss Chris Tanev more than anything else on planet Earth right now uh, on this on this hockey team because the defense the defense just not doing it. No, it's it, there's a lot of things going wrong, but. This is, you know, Oliver Shillington hasn't looked good. He had maybe a flash of, of five minutes in this game where he looked okay. He scored. Um, but other than that, hasn't looked fantastic. Noah Hannafin hasn't been great. I've, I don't even think I've, I've said Rasmus Anderson's name because he's been so abysmal. Yeah. It's just not good. No, it's bad. Um, I actually, I scoffed. When Shillington scored, I was like, oh, screw off. Of like course. I, yeah, I was, of I was course. At, yeah, guy. I was at that point with this game where if they started doing something well, I was like, yeah, screw you. Don't even bother anymore. Why are you doing this? Um, the thing that I think sums up this game perfectly, aside from uh, Milan Lucic trying to be a monster truck, is <laughs> Brett Kulak had a clear path to the net. That that should never happen. That sentence is not a thing that should be said off that face off when Kulak comes around and just kind of keeps going. It's, oh, I, I guess I get to go to the net now yeah. that and that that's the Flames top defensive pairing that had that happen to them. And it's not like if, if they would have rushed to the front of the net to cover McDavid. I understand that at that point, the lesser of two evils is definitely Brett Kulak. It was Fogel. In the front of the yeah. net, like the, the the Oilers just decided not to cover Richie in front of the net. The the Flames like, no, we're gonna double team this dude. <laughs> like that 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 kind of stuff shouldn't happen. And you're right that they are missing Tanev greatly because no one is playing well defensively. I do think part of that is Connor McDavid's making it look like no one's playing well defensively That's it too. Yeah, but then the fourth line for the Oilers was unstoppable tonight. Oh, and yeah. like Hyman's playing great. Like it's not just McDavid who's getting the success. It's new. No. It's Hyman. It's Fogel for some freaking reason. And it's Archibald. Like it's all of them who are getting these opportunities, which means like you said, this Flames blue line is playing 
atrocious right now. I don't put any of this on Jacob Markstrom at all. No, and I feel like it was more of a sympathy poll, uh, putting mm-hmm. Vladar in just to like come on and get some rest. Like it, you're not getting any help and you don't deserve to be hung out to dry. I don't yeah. think there's too much to read into that polling there. Um, but just going back to some of the comments here in live chat, I, for, I yeah, skipped yeah. over one that uh, actually kind of want to talk to. It's a good transition. Uh, who was the best flame on the ice tonight? Probably Markstrom. Uh, I think so too. Yeah. And that's if, if we're looking for a skate, honestly, Vladar played well. Um, yeah. Uh, Coleman. If, if we have to pick a skater, um, I'm picking Blake Coleman. Uh, I think he was the, the lesser of 18 evils this evening, but I, I think that there was an energy. And when the, the flames actually did anything, it's been him and Backlund this whole series who've been getting the job yeah. done. I, th- there are a bunch of different ways to, to go out of this one. And it, it's not, it shouldn't be the main focus. I'm done with yarn crock, not doing anything. I'm Me done too. with seeing 91 scoot into my screen in the second period and going, Oh damn, I forgot about that dude. Like that. He, he needs to have somewhat of an impact in this series. Um, there are a number of guys who need to, and I think this could be a, a good kind of transition to the next point. Of course, the Edmonton top line has been dominant to the point where Evander Kane is getting hat tricks. Yes. I'm going to need Johnny Gaudreau, Matthew Kachuk, and Elias Lindholm to have more than two good shifts in a hockey game. And we have been on Kachuk a lot, and I think rightfully so. And I, I think, like, again, had a couple of moments. I think Gaudreau has been okay. I need to notice Lindholm a little bit more, too. And I know, like, dude got a self, uh, Selkie nominee. He was excellent this season, and he does a whole lot defensively that you don't notice. But when that other line is very noticeable, I need to see you. I need to see what you are contributing now offensively. So while I, I think a lot of the focus is going to be on Kachuk, I think Lindholm needs to be a hell of a lot better in this series if this Flames team is going to do anything. Oh, absolutely. That top line as a whole hasn't been nothing to write home about in this uh, mm-hmm. in, in this series. Uh, you talk about Backlund and Coleman. You know, I'll throw Manjapani hasn't yep. played fantastic, but he's 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 been better than the the top three so um yeah i i want to see more i I don't know what it's going to take we're here going into game uh yeah game four yeah uh and and these guys are still really yet to show up um it's going to be too late pretty soon if if they don't uh i would say next game is pretty pivotal you either tie the series and go back home or you go back home on the brink of elimination so it's it's kind of a big one Kind of just a little bit, uh, a big deal. So it's, it's pretty much now or never. I'm, I'm not saying that it's, it's completely out of the realm of possibility that they come back from a three, one deficit and, and end up winning this series, mm-hmm. but it's a hell of a lot ha- harder than, uh, than turning a best of seven into best of three. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's pivotal. It's going to be huge. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do. Uh, I want to see the response. I just want to yeah. see. I want them to really want this. That's that's what I want. I want them to want it as much as everybody else does. The good thing is, is we did almost this exact same show last series, right? Like after game three, I we both came on here, yelled and screamed and threw stuff around saying how bad that team played. And if this is what it's going to be, then things need to change. And like we're, we're driving Johnny Gaudreau to the airport and all of these things. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, that this team has been able to bounce back from this before, but that team over there isn't Dallas. You know, like the, no. this is this is another level. As much as it it, it would annoy anyone to, to compliment that team right now, the Oilers are playing very good hockey, and oh, they yes. are doing what we thought the Flames would be able to do because they're rolling four lines out there. Like they they are able to do that. While the Flames, as we've discussed, at best have had one 
to do this series. Like it has been a, a complete reversal of what's been supposed of what, what was supposed to happen for this flames team. Like you, you kind of knew coming in McDavid is going to get the better of you at times. Like that, that's going to be a thing. I didn't think it would be to the tune of a thousand points in three games, but you knew he was going to get his, the, the thing was like lines two through four, the flame should have the advantage. And for the right. first three games of the series, I don't think that's the case. No, not at all. And that's, and that's, it's, it's frustrating too. Cause you and I talked about it after game seven against Dallas. And we were looking forward at looking ahead to this series. Uh, you know, what, where do the flames win? And, and basically they won everything outside of the top line, mm-hmm. but now it's like, Holy smokes, everybody else can score too. And wait a second, this, <laughs> this Oilers decor is all of a sudden here for the playoffs. And, uh, <laughs> You know, they're, they're getting stops. And I don't know if that's a product of Calgary playing bad and making them look a lot better, which I could, I think could very well be part of the case there as well. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's been so frustrating because everything, like you said, that we were expecting this series to go well for Calgary is now in turn going well uh, for Edmonton. So it's, it's, yeah. it's not good. No, it's not no, good. It really isn't. It's, it's almost, it has almost looked like, and this could be where the, the kick in the ass thing kind of comes into play that you were talking about. It looks like after day one, they were like, oh, this is going to be easy. Mm-hmm. Um, like we, we just, we took our foot off the gas for a couple of minutes. But aside from that, we got nine tonight. This is going to be a piece of cake. And then they got a couple early in game two, and they just, they haven't got any since. I think they're getting outscored eight to one um, in the last nine goals of the series. That, that is not, that, that's very concerning from a flame standpoint. Uh, how, how is the chat handling this one? Um, you know what? <laughs> you can see me keep, keep on looking down here. Um, a couple comments here. Uh, one coming back to Lucic. Uh, how about give Lucic a fine? Then anyone, everyone can be angry. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know about that. We'll see. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised though, given. I, I how think you, he... you, maybe you give him something just as yeah. like a, Hey, don't do that. Um, mm-hmm. I think anyone who gets angry over an NHL player getting fined is hilarious to me, but that's a, another discussion for other time. <laughs> how dare um, you take $2,000 away from yeah. a millionaire? Oh, come you on. Monster. Especially given how much this guy makes. To, right. Yeah, exactly. To do what yeah. he does. Yeah. To do what he does. Um, this one says, I guess Vladar was the best flame. Yeah. Pretty, <laughs> pretty close. Um, Another one says Markstrom or Vladar in game four. And I'm saying you go back to Markstrom who yes. has not been bad outside of game one. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think like the, the four goals that were scored on him were from a combined 10 feet out. Like there's, yeah. Um, and that's being generous. It might be six. A lot of honestly. odd man rushes too, which is yeah. not something he can do. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like there's it. It's so cliche, but it's five mistakes before it gets to the goalie, right? And right. this is 100% that situation. As we discussed last game, unless there is some kind of an injury to, to Jacob Markstrom, Vladar has started his last game of this season. I the, the Oilers could get 12 in the next game, and I'm rolling back with Markstrom for the, the following game. Like He is just he is a Vesna-nominated goalie, and he is the only reason that you are able to have home ice advantage, which you've pissed away, but mm-hmm. you, you have home ice advantage in this series because that dude was that good this season. I, I'm not going away from him in this series in that way. No, and, and given how he was deployed all year, uh, the way that uh, Daryl ran him, it's yeah. not indicative of, 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 you know, a couple games like this. And he's all of a sudden going to change his mind and go back to Vladar. He yeah. hasn't been in on Vladar that much all year. How many did Markstrom start? Six, seven, is it start uh, with a six or a seven? It's, I think it only it's started lot. with a six, but it's, it's a yeah. lot. It's 60 it's a something. Six. It's yeah. a high six. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, you, you go back to, uh, you, you go back to that, uh, without a reason of doubt, uh, keeping yeah. up with chat as we, uh, 
come along here after a 4-1 Calgary Flames loss here in game three. Uh, where did Tanev go? He is injured. What is the injury? I don't even know. Do you, do we know? Uh, I believe the technical designation is a lower body injury because right. a dude fell on him. That's um, right. So yeah, um, he got hurt in the kind of middle point of game seven against Dallas. Yeah. Dude fell on the, the back of his legs as he was down a little bit. So um, that's that. That is what he is out with. Also, quick check: thir- uh, sixty-three games for okay. Markstrom this season, which is Lots. clearly a career high for him. Lots. Which was something I talked about before. <laughs> yes, um, and yeah, I, I wonder if that's kind of coming back. But yeah, I Tanev's taking part in the morning skate, so I wonder if he is at least close. Because that's what I would hope. I'm just yeah. like ah, this guy keeps skating and he's like toying with my emotions. Like, are you good or not? Like they could really use you right now, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I want to run something by you too, because we talked about yeah. it last game and nothing really changed, but there's certainly some, some justification for change going into game four. Yeah. And I don't know what that looks like, but if Tanev's okay, I wouldn't, you know, I, I think we probably are on the same page with the Shillington thing and, and leaving stone in, mm-hmm. but like, is there at any point, do we see Ryan Carpenter in this series? Do we see Adam Ruzichka in this series? Like is now the time to start mixing it up and, and give guys like maybe Trevor Lewis, who had a terrible hockey game arrest, yeah. or I don't know what, like what, what, what do you do? What's, what's your take? You're the, you're the smart one of the, uh, of the two of us. So, Oh Lord, then we're in trouble. Um, yeah. <laughs> somebody in the, somebody in the chat said that Audie and Peter are so smart. So I figured I would, uh, oh, thank I you. would pump yeah. your tires a little bit, but yeah, yes, no, what's, what are you doing? Peter Klein GM of the, uh, of the Calgary flames on NHL 22. um well first off um i i thought i was just here for the looks department that's that's what i thought yeah you make up all the looks trust yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh everyone's laughing at that but um no i i would because i'm with you i thought uh, lewis was atrocious in this game and richie was right there with him i would take them both out my my fourth line for the next game would be carpenter rizicka and and lucic i know i said earlier about concern about throwing rizicka to the wolves at this point um, can't get much worse exactly can't get much worse right yeah the the bar hath not been (laughs) set high for for him so i would make both of those changes and yeah i would ten of like you can make a case for you're not sitting Hannafin or Anderson as poorly as they played. You are not doing that. Aside mm-hmm. from that, you can make the case for anyone. I know right. it's been a, it's been a great story on stone. I don't think he played particularly well. No, and I am over it with good Branson and Zadorov. So if one of those two guys needed to eat popcorn for a game while Tanev checked in would not break my heart. I think Tanev plays really well with Shillington. Like, I think that was a pretty good pairing and I think yeah. he makes Shillington better. But so I, I'm, as frustrated as I get with Shillington, I don't think that's the move that would happen. It's one I would consider, but I do think we are now at the point where guys who are below him on the pecking order have started to play poorly again. So yeah, yeah. I, anyone who was sitting for this last one is in the lineup. Um, it, what, what would you do? Fellow smart Calgary flames? Host? Oh, fellow smart. Wow. That's that means <laughs> a lot coming from you. Um, <laughs> so I'm with you on the good Branson Zadorov. I, I lean a little bit more to Zadorov who I think has just looked really, really flat. And especially like McDavid's just doing it on purpose now, I think, to try to embarrass this this uh, this pairing. But specifically Zadorov, who just is so flat to begin with, who uh, gets caught with every opportunity with 97 right in front of him, it seems. 
and uh, and it turns into something uh, magical. Which again, I know it's not easy. If like I'm I'm not saying I could defend the guy. I don't know about right. you, but I'm not going to speak on on your behalf. I don't think you could do it either. No. Uh, and anybody watching right now could not do it either. So you're kidding yourself if you think you can. But I don't know. I think that that's maybe the move. If Tanev's yeah. okay, I think Zadorov is is the one. And I'm all aboard with you on Carpenter and Ruzichka coming in. Uh, at least try it. I know now is not the time to be trying stuff, but um, like I said, it's it's a pretty big game coming up, and and we experienced it before in the first round against Dallas. But this is a huge game. It's uh, people don't realize that you know we talked about it in the first round. The fate of the franchise could rest on on this game and the next, right? Yeah. Um, but it's a big one, and I think that's maybe a good opportunity to get some new looks in there too. Maybe the Oilers have just figured out the matchup game and now you you throw two new pieces in that they haven't seen much of this year right maybe it throws that dynamic off a little bit i don't know but i'm all aboard i i love the idea of that and carpenter can help a penalty kill that like is playing well but it feels like they're playing with fire a little bit um on on this note we've talked about the, the flames having a, a bit of a rough go as uh, as they fall 4-1 this evening this is maybe like he's not an easy guy to take a run at in this city because of what he has meant here on a couple of different runs. Now, I don't think Daryl's having a very good series. I think no. whole, like I, I understand like, hey, go get him, boys. But the whole I don't try to line match thing is is a, a lovely thought. driving me nuts. That fourth line should not touch the same ice surface as Connor McDavid at any point. For the rest of eternity, like you have, you have three lines. I trust the top three lines against Connor mm-hmm. McDavid. I think they have done a very good job of building this roster and spreading everyone out to the point where, like on that top line, we talked about Lindholm, Selkie nominee. Uh, Matthew Kachuk was on one of the better shutdown lines for a while when he was with Backlund and Froelich. Um, you, you have Yarn Kruk out there who can play well defensively along with, with Dylan Dubé. Like you, you have... You have three shutdown or shutdown lines, three defensively responsible lines you can throw out there. There is no need for a Trevor Lewis and a Brett Ritchie and a Milan Lucic to no. share the same ice services as Connor McDavid. I get uh, Edmonton has last change, but that doesn't matter when the play is going on and you, you happen to throw those guys out there. Like it just, it doesn't make any sense to me that that is happening. And the, the lack of any kind of adjustments from game one or from game two to game three, I just, I don't think Daryl is having a very good series here. No, and I don't even think you can chalk it up to being outcoached because mm-hmm. I don't think that Woodcroft is having to do anything to supplement the way that Daryl is putting his lines out or putting his lineup together. Yeah. I think he's just kind of like, okay, you're not going to do anything about it. Here we go. We're going to just keep going until you react. And then, you know, we make our decisions based on that. Right. But I just, and, and I, I don't like, cause so many people love Daryl Sutter and I love Daryl Sutter too. I think he's great. Mm-hmm. I'm, I know better than to question the man, uh, but I'm concerned. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit like, okay, this is, this is great up to this point, but you know, what are you going to do about it? Um, but this, yeah, that, that's one thing that I actually had that I wanted to talk about. I'm glad you brought it up is the fact that the, why, why, why is Milan Lucic on the same ice as Connor McDavid? Yeah. And Leon Dreisaitl. And, you know, I hate the guy, but Evander Kane's having a whale of a series too. And, you know, what do you, what do you, what's this line going to do? Yeah. yeah. Trevor Lewis took get two penalties on, on they're this going line. To do. Yeah. yeah. They're going to get scored on. They're going to, yeah, they just do stupid, stupid things. 
and this is what we get. I don't know. I'm 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 just a little frustrated is all. Yeah, like a lot of people showing their support for you for bringing this up because apparently more people than we think kind of agree with you, uh, you and I on this take. Good, 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 good. I, I always worry because Daryl Sutter is the best coach the Flames have had since Daryl Sutter, uh, which is yeah. a funny thing to say, but you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's not not far off. Yeah, um, like don't let him be a GM because that went bad for a while. But yeah, it, it's it's just it's been very frustrating to watch. And it's just it's the same thing over and over again. Like it's like good brand. And I get Connor McDavid is playing the best I've ever seen anyone play yeah. um, in my 32 years of existing and, and watching sports. First couple of years, I didn't really register a whole lot, but like I've, I've never, I've never seen anyone dominating in this way. And so it's tough to say, I don't know, figure something else out, but I, I know what really won't work. Like I know what, there are some things that might work, but I know what definitely won't. And that's having Milan Lucic out there to do anything aside from trash talk uh, a vendor game. Like I just, it doesn't have him, have them go out there, grind it out against Zach Cassian and, and we'll all have a wonderful time and let the, let the other guys take care of that top line for, for Edmonton. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just uh, minute eaters, just get out there and, and make sure you, you do something in the other end yeah. while everybody else rests and recuperates. And then we get, a, we get everybody else back out there. Okay. Quickly from the chat, we'll go over a few more, um here as well uh this one says if mcdavid slash the oilers make the conference final mcdavid is worthy the con smith winner win or lose i would make a case that he's probably the front runner right now even if they get bounced by the flames this guy <laughs> is like on another level Who yeah put the tweet i'd love to credit the the author of this tweet but it was about the Sidney crosby winning the con smith in 2016 and how mcdavid already has more points than him and rolling in the second round as, as Crosby had in that first uh, playoff series, which, by the way, probably should that consummate should have gone to Phil Kessel. Everybody knows that. Right. Um, anyways, I digress. Uh, talking about the looks, someone says about you with that stash smash. So uh, <laughs> that's probably the utmost, uh, the, the highest of praises from the chat right now for your uh, <laughs> for the mustache. Um you guys are talking defense only right now, but it was really the offense that failed completely tonight, to be honest. That's fair. Yeah. No, I can whole, understand whole that point effort. of it. Everyone yeah, sucks. Um, they were all bad. Yeah. I, I've said before uh, about like, you, you like to see everyone pulling the rope in the, the, in the same direction. They all yeah. were tonight. They, they were just pushing the rope, um, yeah. which is a bit more graphic of a thing that I wanted to say, but, <laughs> uh, um, but no, with, with this, although, uh, but no, like you're right. Offensively, they're, they're not getting anything going. Like there's no sustained pressure. It is Johnny Gaudreau races in one on four, passes the puck off. A defenseman makes a bad shot and Edmonton goes the other way. There's no sustained nothing. With no, this flames team right now. There's nothing to the front of the net. And it is the second series in a row where life is way too, as, again, aside from the obvious life is way too easy on Mike Smith right now. <laughs> like um, it, it's, it's delightful that you wanted to crash into him. Just run into him when he's in the crease a couple not the, the way that Kadri did with Barbershop. <laughs> yeah. Make it look a little, make it a little, a little yeah. like screen. Less in obvious. Like, just something, something to make like life difficult for Mike Smith when he's actually in the crease and it's legal to do like, you just got to, you just got to get between his ears. He mm. takes care of the rest. If you can just get him in his own head. Yeah. Cause he, he will trust, trust me. We've, we've experienced it in, the, in this city before. Yeah. Mike's Mike Smith's worst enemy is Mike Smith. Yes. So if you can get him off his game in any little way, start making him get angry, start getting him to wave his stick around and slashing people in the back of the legs, just make him turn against himself yeah. and good things will happen. I promise yeah, and, you that. 
and again, I'm not even like I'm not saying like crash into him. Like I'm just saying like have the screens in front and all of that. Like have go back to those types of things. And it was like it was frustrating against Dallas because Ottinger was on fire and you were doing nothing to to change that. But I could at least in my brain wrap around the the thought that Suter and Klingberg and Heiskanen and Lindell were doing a good job of clearing the net. You are not going to convince me that Cody Cece and Tyson no. Berry are able to clear the flames from the front of the net. I'm sorry, that's a battle you should win. All due respect to those guys. That, that, that should not be anything more than a speed bump on your journey here. And uh, at this point, it is, it, it's just, it keeps reverting back to that same old flames thing. And I hate to do that because they just want to play off series, but it, it's, it's all from the outside and it's not sustaining anything. And when they were, when they were at their best in game one, they were winning puck battles. They were creating a lot of opportunities from behind the net. And you do that by winning those battles and by outworking your other, uh, outworking your opponent. Flames are doing none of that right now. They're just saying, ah, it's Mike Smith. Let's just walk in, shoot and score. That's, it, it's been incredibly frustrating. To watch. There's, there's only one answer to the Cody CC thing. They're getting sensed. The Flames <laughs> are getting sensed by Cody CC. And, yep. uh, and and that's the only logical response to, to, to how, I guess, okay he's looked because he's really not that okay. No. Um, but yeah, it's it's been frustrating. Um, one more here from the chat. I think this is just about all the comments. Yeah, we're caught up here. I think the Oilers' talent is getting in the heads of the Flames and they're thinking they are beat. We will see what the coach can change from the mindset. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's deflating Sorry, is what it no 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 i was i was just gonna say it could be deflating like it's just you know they they're they're being tested and yeah. it's a deflating kind of feeling i don't know what do, what do you think no i agree entirely and i think it's most noticeable when edmonton's on the rush and i get like you don't want to get beat by Connor mcdavid so everyone just keeps backing up and backing up and backing up at some point you have now backed up to the point where mcdavid has got where he needs to get to like they'll yeah. back up right to the edge of the crease which means you've given Connor mcdavid the slot which was where you're trying to not let him get to if he does beat you outside and then cut in like at some point you i get you don't want to end up on whatever the NHL's version of the the NBA's top shot is going to be. You don't want to end up on an NFT or no. have have Omar tweeting a gift of you or a gift yeah. of you or anything like that. But at some point, step up and make a play. The Flames are doing none of that. The only thing they're trying is when they're already beat, they're doing a stupid little reach with the stick thing yeah. that's either drawing a penalty or not being successful at all. So actually step up on this guy. But I do again pain. Um I do want to give credit to Edmonton, though. Like, Ugh, yes, right. They yes. are playing well. Connor playing, McDavid is playing insane. Yeah. Um, Hyman is having the series of his life. Oh my and God. as He's I've unreal. stressed, as frustrating as it is, Fogel and Archibald tonight were an, an unstoppable force out right? there. So I, I do think we do have to at least give a couple of flowers to the play of the Edmonton Oilers tonight. Oh yeah. I, again, uh, the reason we've kept it. So Calgary is because it's called game over Calgary. Right. If I could talk about all the good things Edmonton has done, we would, we would be uh, talking for a lot longer, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, you got to give credit where credit's due. I think Mike Smith was solid tonight for when he was in. Um, I think, yeah, like you said, Archibald and Fogel, I had to double take to make sure I wasn't seeing 97 on the back of everybody's sweater <laughs> tonight because it just seemed like everybody was playing at that level. And Connor McDavid just doing Connor McDavid things. I don't want to give yeah. credit to Evander Kane for obvious reasons, but uh, yep. just yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. they th that whole top line 
has uh, has played well and and they continue to be dominant. So yeah. the Flames need to answer. It's plain and simple. They just need to answer. They need to match it. They need to try to shut it down because we've yeah. been giving a lot of excuses on this show, particularly just because of how good McDavid is, but he is human mm-hmm. after all. So we can, uh, we can hope that, uh, the, you know, even just the slightest uh, little bit of pressure to try to, to try to stop this guy uh, in a se- seemingly impossible task, but, We'll see. Well, th- this is the difference between regular season and, and postseason, right? And this is something I said on, on my own podcast um, earlier today. In the regular season, you play McDavid. It's a Saturday night. It's Hockey Night in Canada. And he comes in and he likes you up in this way. And then it's kind of like, okay, well, glad that's over with. Like, yeah, did what we could, but <laughs> it's it's on to the next one. Right. But the next one is just him again. Like, you don't you don't just get to. There's oh, no break. Well, yeah. It's, it's You can't just go, oh, well, guess that's over with now. It's it's the next it's it's the next day. It's like you're in class and it's like, man, we just had a super hard test and I failed it. But I mean, whatever, you just got to move on. And then you get the test again. Like it's it, it is that all the time. And like at some point you have to figure out some semblance of pretending you have an answer for him. And yeah. the flames haven't even come close to pretending to slow him down. <laughs> I feel like to, to refer to your your school analogy there, it's like when, you know, to try to stop this guy, just to pretend you have an answer. It's like when you have no idea what you're answering on an exam, but you write, you know, a thousand words anyways, just, it's just yeah. a random crap. Just to, that's all they need to do. Just make it look like, you know what you're right. doing, like lipstick on a pig and, uh, and go from there because he's, uh, he's, 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 uh, yeah, he's, I have no words. Yeah. Right now no it's, a, it's a, it's a, it's 1, a lot. Thousand- Right now, it's a 1,000 word count essay that you need to hand in, and the Flames are just handing in 650 and just being like, oh, well, I tried. They haven't tried throwing a bunch of whereases in. They haven't no. tried any very varies. Um, no. they, they, they need, to, they, they need to, to try to buff up this word count a little bit. That's it. We, we beat the hell out of that analogy. Oh, but, we did. That was great, though. Hope everybody um, enjoyed yeah, that. And, another thing that, that, that's concerning me, and I do want to get back to the chat, and I know I'm just rambling now. So no, the, by don't, all means, just keep rambling. Up. There's there's not a whole lot of... there's. I know there's a lot of people watching. I can see the mm. view count, but there's not a lot of people oh. actually... Maybe it's a good thing for us. They like what we're, they're, they're listening to, but not a whole lot of comments were caught up. So ramble away. The thing that really worries me, because McDavid obviously is a great concern, but he has been the whole time. It feels like Dreisaitl's getting there now. You know, like he's yeah. he has obviously been limited in the first three games of this series because of an injury. And so you haven't really noticed him. And I don't know if he is getting healthier or he is just understanding how to maximize what he can do with his limitations now. But you look at a couple of those opportunities that were set up on the odd man rush by McDavid. A couple of those are Dreisaitl is in the right place, skates away from danger, and then finds the really fast guy to go up ice. And it scares the hell out of me that the Flames are down 2-1 in Edmonton, now, like the home ice advantage is gone from the, the Flames. They're going to have to win one of these in Edmonton now, right? Yeah, they're like five yep. or seven left yep. here. So they're, they're going to have to win something in Edmonton. And the the guy who is capable of scoring a thousand points in this league has barely pat a mark on this series. And he's starting to wake up that from a, a flame standpoint. That's the thing that like keeps me up at night uh, and concerns me about how this series is going. It concerns me more and more because we haven't had that happen yet for mm-hmm. the Calgary Flames. Who's woken up yet for this series? Right. Nobody, right? Yeah. Like nobody's really stood up. Nobody's really starting to show signs. It's just been, you know, us two blabbering on here and pumping the tires of Blake Coleman 
and uh, Jacob Markstrom and, and Michael Backlund. That's all it's been. That's the only mm-hmm. three constants so far in this playoff are, are those three players. But it's it's yeah, it's who the Flames need that moment too. They, they yeah. I need it's like the the holy crap moment. Like this guy's finally here. And he means business. So I don't know what it's going to take. Um, as now the I mentioned one thing about the chat not popping off and a few uh, messages come in. Uh, I'm obviously an Edmonton supporter, but in my opinion, it's the depth of the Flames that has to show up a bit more. That's where the Flames should be a lot better than Edmonton. Dubé, Manjapani, you have Coleman in there, but I think Coleman's been okay. But Dubé, Manjapani, and so on. Uh, need to show up. So quiet night for Toffoli again, too. Yeah, um, very quiet night for Toffoli. And my, my apologies to Robert for any kind of uh, any kind of uh, Toffoli slander. <laughs> no but, Toffoli slander on SDPN. Robert yeah, will. Uh, uh, but Toffoli needs have to step it up. And so does, as we talked about before, I am I am getting to the point where I'm angry about Yarn Crook now. Um, uh, like yeah. that. That's one that needs to get figured out here. Yeah, it's it's a little bit too late for it to get figured out. It should have kind of figured itself out by now. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, it's the same thing, you know, I've talked about a little bit before is like, oh crap, you know, I forgot about this guy. And it's just seems like it's every night with, with yeah. Kelly Yarncroke. Um, would you try Vladar and just to shake things up? We already talked about that. Nope. No, we are going back to uh, Jacob Markstrom, uh, Austin saying I'm late to the chat. Hopefully you talked about how many plays the flames let die at the blue line, not being able to keep it in. Good point. That, we were, we, that's that's a good point. point. That's a really yeah. good point. Cause you kind of talked about no sustained pressure. But that's a very good point as well. Yeah. And there was the, the ones that got me, it happened on the power play a couple of times. And that's just, that is such a killer because everyone has to come back and then you have to reset and they just stack up four guys and you can't do anything. Yep. Like it's like you've lost the face off um, and that significantly makes it more difficult to, to score there. So no, that's, that, that is a really good, something I took down in my notes and just forgot to, to put on the talking points. That is, thank you for the reminder. That's something yes. that drove me crazy today. Um, it's, it's the same as wasting those shots that we talked about after game two. Um, so no, that's, that's an excellent, excellent point. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. It was, uh, it was frustrating. Yeah. I keep circling back to one word. It was frustrating because it just seemed like they just couldn't set anything up and then it would die. It, it just, it just nothing, nothing was sustained. Nothing nope. could be sustained. And that was just the story. So yeah, frustrating, but, uh, yeah. it's, uh, it's going to be hopefully blue skies ahead. We'll, we'll, we'll stay cautiously optimistic as we always do on yeah. game over Calgary. We're just a smile on our face moving along. And um, yeah, that's all. That's all we can really do at this point, Peter, right? It's <laughs> just put on a happy face, smile and wave. And then we move on to the next. Yes. No, I, I, I agree um, that that's basically all you can do. Um, <laughs> just lastly here. Um, yep. I don't want to get into predictions for the next one because whole day better win. Because if they don't, I can't, have to. Hand, I can't handle the potential of there being a potential elimination game for the Oilers in that building down there. That, yes. that, 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 the thought cannot even enter my mind right now. So I'm not going to ask for prediction on the game. Prediction on what happens with Lucic. Um, that, that's <sighs> like, again, we, we've gone away from it the last little bit because there's been a lot for us to yell about in this game. Yep. But the, the big story of the game is Milan Lucic with the hit on Mike Smith. Um, Lucic gets five in a game. Does he get any other penalization? Um, is that a word? I think it might be. Penalization? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you got close that. Enough. Yeah. Um, but we'll make it, sure. We'll make it up a word. He's anyways. probably getting a chat with player safety anyway. Yep. Is there anything that comes of it? At most a fine, I would say. Um, yeah. But I really don't think it's warranted. Uh, I don't know. They might just throw a fine just to say, hey, we did something about it. Don't do that again. Yeah. Um, like you you brought that up earlier, but I don't think anything more than a fine 
I don't think it's going to be a suspension. I know people, <laughs> Edmonton fans don't even want it to be a suspension. I don't think it's going to be one. Uh, but yeah, I, I think maybe at most a, a fine to kind of give them that slap on the wrist, but nothing else. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I, I think it'll probably be $2,500 fine. Yeah. And, and that will be that. I, I just, I can't, I, I can't see it being anything more than that. Like playoff. I know we've seen a couple more playoff suspensions than normal. Um, yeah. And maybe this is the, I feel weird saying old school in me. Cause I'm only like I'm 32. Um, but like it, it, maybe it's the old school in me that like, you just don't suspend guys in the playoffs unless it's egregious, yeah. but I just don't think this is a, a suspendable act from, no. um, from a player safety standpoint. So no, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, anything else from the chat before we uh, say to Lou? Marks from getting outplayed by Mike Smith. Here come the Oilers fans. <laughs> uh, it's not yes, inaccurate. It's it's like, not. Yeah, Marks has been terrible. fine, but Smith's been really good. Yeah, uh, Kachuk gets his mind back on offense in this series. Or Kane is getting under his skin? Question mark. A hundred point guy on a one hundred twenty goal line. His Martian impression is nice, but it's not producing goals. Yeah, but I don't even think that's a like legit reason, like his Martian impression impression. He's not really doing anything to get under the skin of anybody right now. No, he's just completely ineffective, which is not nice criticism for him. No, like right now it's a Cassian impression. It's not a Martian impression. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. he's doing his best at Cassian in the series. Um, like he, he's been, he, he's been a non-factor uh, aside from like the, the flames that this is what their 10th playoff game. Kachuk yep. has been good in two of them. Like that's, he, he was very Concerning. good in one. But th- this is a big problem now. We, we are at 80% of the Flames playoff games where Kachuk has been a zero at best. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's concerning. And uh, yeah, it's 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 not even a Martian impression at this point. It's like you said, I think the Cassian uh, comparison is great. Uh, and that's it. We're caught up on the uh, on the chat here. So, all right. Well, I think just um, about concluded. Yeah. I think so. We, we will let Audie get to uh, his MLB The Show playing. Um, <laughs> the new Roy Holiday program just dropped on uh, on uh, Diamond Dynasty. So oh, to, that's right. Yes. Get that 95 Roy Holiday. My inner Jays fan is just like screaming. So I just love that he's represented in the game. It has been way too long. I know. Long. It's been um, so long. It's been yeah. so long. Now you can Unreal. get the creative version and stuff like that. But still. Um, all right, Audie, where can people uh, where can people find you, sir? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Audie James on Instagram at Audie James underscore. And you can find me on my PlayStation in about five minutes. <laughs> uh, I am at Primetime Klein on Twitter and Instagram, twitch.tv slash Primetime PK. Um, and I have a podcast called Couch Potato Diary. It would be super duper if you were to subscribe to that. Subscribe to this channel if you haven't already. Uh, let us know what you like about the show. Um, I'm enjoying it so far, despite I'm having a good time. I get to work with the about. legendary Peter Klein. What what more is there not to like? <laughs> Jeez, look, the, you can say the legendary Peter, and there's two other guys at least in this city that in you would Calgary. think of before you get to my name. Uh, like I'm I'm the bronze medalist for Calgary Radio Peters, but thank you. Um, You're great. But yes, let let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like. Subscribe to the channel. Like the video. All of that helps out a great deal. We thank you all so much. It's been a blast doing these for you. As angry as we might get, it's just we are matching your frustration. Hopefully, it. it's a bit more of a positive experience when we reconvene for game four coming up in a couple of nights. <laughs>